for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world on HBO pay-per-view. Ladies and gentlemen, from Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, uh, let's get Fight Night Podcast brought to you by B3T Sports and Dynasty Pros. You can listen to us on Fantasy Fight Night on Anchor. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're on YouTube. Uh, the best thing that you can do to help out the show, follow us on Twitter. He is at Adam Ski Fantasy. I am Andy Heideman, and the show is Fantasy Fight Night. F-N-T-A-S-Y-F-I-G-H-T-N-I-T-E. Uh, the winner of the October B3T Sports free jersey giveaway was selected this morning. And it is our friend Evan Meester, um, friend of the show. Oh, did he really? I know, I know. He uh, he follows, he listens to every single episode of uh, podcast that we put out. So I'm actually really happy for him that he won. You are a saint, Evan. Um, I, I, he got married recently. Congrats. Yeah, bro. and he also just got married. So congrats to him. Um, I, he yeah. already has an Aaron Rodgers jersey. I'm assuming he's going to choose a Devontae Adams jersey. But uh, he has not responded to our email yet. So we've reached out to him. And, uh, but here's the, the cool thing. We do one of these every single month. We're doing another one for November. So go to B3TSports.com slash contest, and you can enter for your chance to win. So many ways to enter. Follow us on Twitter, uh, watch a YouTube video, subscribe to us on YouTube, just subscribe to our newsletter, all that sort of stuff. How are you doing, Adam? I am doing, uh, <laughs> yeah. As a Bears fan, it's rough. It was. As a fantasy football player, this is the first week this year I've gone four and zero. Oh, that's good. So, that's good. and honestly, yeah. So, as provided, provided Travis Kelsey does not fumble and <laughs> score no more points. Now, so I will say, as a Bears fan, yeah, that was rough. But you saw something that we haven't seen, which is life from your boy, your new quarterback. Oh my! Goodness. I mean, out of the pocket, that, playing uh, that fourth down run. Exactly. That we can just put that on. Now, I want to say Rewind. Adam Gase wasn't coaching, and you guys look competent. Is that a is that a connected dots? Well, thing? the fact that you 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 connected uh, Adam Gase to <laughs> Matt Nagy. Yeah, um, I would say the. Uh, well, you just called him Adam Gase. Oh, did I really? <laughs> you, you listen back. You literally said Adam uh, Gase. That's unfortunate. Well, I think it was a Freudian slip. And, you, you don't uh, understand. An accurate one at that. So. Uh, Two years ago, when it's not well, when we started B3T Sports, I, I actually I wrote a lot of articles on Adam Gase. I didn't like him as a coach. He he I, he did not deserve to be a head coach in the NFL. He was I just wanted he was the worst coach at the time. At the moment, Matt Nagy is one of those to me. But you know there is another coach who I think is he's really bothering me, and it's Kyle Shanahan. I, I his yeah. his record does not reflect what it should based on the praise that he gets as an offensive mind. I think that he needs to do better. The one thing that he does the worst at, in my opinion, I'd love to get your take on this before we get started. I think he's just, can I guess? I, I just think, yeah, yeah, guess, please. 
I get if the players are not ready to play, he does not want to coach them up. Right. Trey Sermon, Brandon Ayuk. And he, these are guys that he traded up for, and he bashes them in the media. Like, the press conferences happen, and he is not kind to them. I'm not saying he has to be out there going, like, he's the best player. We just got to get – he doesn't have to do any of that. But he needs to do something more than, like, the dude's not ready. And he might not be ready. He's not an NFL caliber player. That's what he says. And it's just ridiculous. But, yeah. Anyway – you want to start with our stat of the week? Sure. So, speaking of Adam Gates, <laughs> Mike White, if you don't know who that is, because a lot of you didn't who know, would? he played quarterback for the Jets this week. And everyone thought, oh, Joe Flacco trade, Zach Wilson's gone, Bengals are going to spank them. No. Dude. The boy came out and won the game. Yeah, he did. Was throwing darts all over the field. And threw for over 400 yards, which is the second most in the Super Bowl era in a first start. Behind only your boy, Cam Newton. With that stat, Adam Gase never, as a head coach, accumulated 400 total yards. You know, team yards. I I understand that there there has to be something said about it. Because Adam Gase got the job because Mm -hmm. he had the season with Peyton Manning. Maybe if people have top offensive coordinating seasons with a hall of fame quarterback at the end of their career we kind of put that on the quarterback more than the offensive coordinator i just i'm just saying so is brian leftwich a good candidate or no i mean here here's the thing i i i don't blame anybody for taking the shot on adam Gase when they did it but i'm just now i'm saying though that you need to understand that these quarterbacks are calling parts of the game like that's what you're gonna get it's different like when you look at uh the the cowboys offensive coordinator uh, he's gonna get a he's gonna get a head coaching job this next year i almost i pray i pray it is for the chicago bears (laughs) i absolutely pray oh my gosh him with uh, robinson's not coming back but fields mooney uh herbert montgomery monty cole Komet. yeah i think um, cole Komet's an athlete I, Cole Komet is never going to be a vertical seam stretcher. No, but He's you never but going you don't to need be that. Like you, that. but you run him five to ten yards down the field and put him in holes. That guy never goes down on first contact. Sure. I, I he I literally like he gets stood up on almost every single play. His momentum gets stopped. He doesn't get tackled because he is just so solid. Yeah, but but you get what I'm saying. Like, so you got a young quarterback, and their offensive coordinator is really. Uh, he's lighting it up for the Cowboys. I think that like that's the kind of stuff you have to look at. As like him and Brian Dable, yeah. the offensive coordinator for the Bills, those are the two guys that I would, I would pay money to have them on my team. Uh, my stat of the week is this isn't necessarily surprising, but I do have a lot of bets with people out before the season started uh, involving Matthew Stafford because I really like Matthew Stafford, and uh, a lot of people I think. Three, four years ago when I liked Matthew Stafford, people said, yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, I, I like him too. He's a good quarterback. But over the last couple of years, I think people have fallen into maybe he's overrated. But people got to remember he was playing for the Lions. And I have him as a top six fan. I predicted him to be a top six fantasy yeah. quarterback this year. And I predicted Tom Brady to be number one. So yeah. um, I, I – listen, you got to – no, I, I I understand what I'm saying. This like I'm talking to all the people out there. I know you and I are honestly as much oh, yeah. as we fight, we're very aligned on the sane parts. Yeah, we haven't brought the fighting out <laughs> here yet. We're, we're still working on figuring out a format in which we can we can box with each fight. other. Fight. We don't we don't want to be um, Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. Who does? Yeah, they don't, don't even want to be. We there. don't. 
Yeah, they do. They're <laughs> raking in money just for being full of conflict all day. But so I the the thing with Stafford though is I have a lot of bets out this season. I like I have him winning more playoff games uh, or making it further in the playoffs with the Rams than he, he ever has with the Lions. That should be a, a that should yep. be a no brainer. And then yeah, uh, at this point. Well, and and he is okay. I, I don't. I, this is not taking away from megatron at all megatron is phenomenal one of the great he did end his career a little early i thought that was you know everyone's gonna like look at that and go i can't believe he quit so young but cooper cup is on pace to break some of his records and with matthew stafford of all people so i i just it's interesting to look at matthew stafford has a pass rating of 118 this season that's the highest among all quarterbacks he's killing it i they're that team is only getting better People say that it's not a huge leap, Matthew Stafford, from Jared Goff. I think that's garbage. I think that that is not the case at all. I think you got you really made that leap with Matthew Stafford. Now, you only have a couple years to do it, but I, I, I really am looking forward to seeing what he can do the rest of the season. Yeah, and over the last four weeks, like everyone's talking about Cooper Cup. Over the last four weeks, they figured out how to incorporate Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. Like his fantasy output, he's been a wide receiver too over the last four weeks. And, um, and a high one at that, which is what you were drafting him to potentially right. be. So hey, that guy is just wheeling and dealing. Great offensive mind with finally a true number. You know, quarterbacks get taken number one overall all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's the most needed position. The difference between Stafford coming out and Goff coming out is night and day. It's not even close. Uh, let's see. What are, are you are you like wishing on anything tonight for Monday Night Miracles? For uh, your fantasy team, as long as um, as long as Travis Kelsey does not fumble, and even with even with a fumble, as long as he doesn't take like a screen pass and fumble it and not get any more half point PPR, I have a two point four point lead, and you we lose three for fumbles. So as long as he has. Yeah, he should be pretty much locked in. I almost didn't play him. Really? But I wanted the stats just in, just for that. Football's been weird, and the Chiefs have been weird they, this year. They have been weird. Um, but I, I wanted it for the league point total, so maybe I was a little bit greedy there. But So what I need, is, and it, it is kind of a miracle, but what I, I have 80 points in a league that I normally score very – I mean, buys got me a lot, and I had some injuries this week. But – I am down 23 points to a guy who is only playing. Butker is the only guy he has left. He had Sterling Shepard, but he just left the game with a quad injury. I have Byron Pringle, Travis Kelsey, and Booker in this game. I need an extra 23 points. If I get 23 points from now, from this point to the end of the game, I'll win the matchup. No, Ian, you win that game. <laughs> I, need, I need to win it so bad. because Now, granted – uh, both Trevor and Mike are gonna lose this week, so like the top, the ceiling comes down a bit. But I, I mean, I, this league and my positive regression finally kicks if, in. If you look at the records for everyone in that league, everyone is like four and three, three and four. Like you know, we have a couple of we have one six and one. Yeah, a couple, everyone it's, fell. Well, it's just it's really really. Oh no. Even. Who? Okay, no more points for the Giants. Why? Well, yeah. Uh, they can get an extra point. They can get an extra point. Graham Gano, miss a field goal. <laughs> Don't let Alec goal. win. Oh, I like man. Graham Gano. Uh, he's Graham Gano, yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Uh, all right, let's see here. So we just talked stat of the week. Let's go into some news and injury reports. First off, let's talk about Calvin Ridley. Uh, nothing has been stated in the sense of what he is walking away from football. You said his mental health. He hadn't, there's no further detail in that. But um, obviously something was up all year. No one knew what it was because he had been missing practices, missing games. Obviously, I hope that he is all right. But it is a little peculiar yeah. just because of the timing. I mean, he's working. This is his contract year. Yeah, but he's no. It's not a contract year. That's a misnomer. He well, has a fifth year option. He's a first round sure, pick. Sure, but I mean, so next year can be it. If you're the Falcons, what are you gonna do? But again, yeah, you would want to try and extend him based right. off of this year, you know, and lock him in potentially if he's elevating. But you know, he's losing money. But I'd rather have him, you know, losing money and come back and be able to play football and play it at the highest level than um, just he wasn't himself this year, and that. You know, th- this gives some explanation to that. He just wasn't the same guy. There we go. Uh, I, we wish the best for him and hope he's getting the help that he needs. And my recommendation, stop eating the wings before games <laughs> from the gas station. Uh, no, the the car wash. Not even a gas yeah, station. Happens, car wash. Happens. Sometimes you got to eat, man. I remember like – That's his pregame tradition. It's funny. Uh, he eats buffalo wings from a, a uh, car wash. Yeah. Uh, not a gas Mac station, a car Mac wash. Mac Jones recently released his pregame, uh, his pregame meal, and he's like, it doesn't matter if it's nighttime, prime time, away home. He says he always eats spaghetti with steak. That's his like pregame meal, and it, and that makes sense. It's high protein and it's bunch, it's a bunch of carbs, and but mm-hmm. that that's funny to me. Uh, Derek Henry fractured his foot. He is out. The the surgery is the heel yeah. time six to ten weeks. Everyone's saying eight. Six would be crazy fast. Not that it's impossible. I mean, Derrick Henry is a freak, but he's probably out most of the season. Yeah, they're going to rest him up until they can activate him for playoffs. Right. And now that extra game, that extra game season is going to actually prove to be very useful for them. Because right now they're in charge of the AFC. They're in charge of their division. Oh, they yeah. already they, swept the Colts. Yeah, I was going to say. They have the Titans and Jags left to go through and, you know, A.J. Brown being healthy has proven to be a huge lift for their offense. It's going to be let's run through A.J. Brown and once uh, Julio is actually able to play a full game. Yep. They're signing. They have already signed Adrian Peterson. I think that's a great I think it's signing. a phenomenal I pick. A I, I actually think I, I think AP is going to get a majority of the carries. Now, I don't think they're going to be running as much, but I think if he gets 12 to 13 carries a game, I mean, he's going to be cheap. They'll be able to run him into the ground if they want to. And it's Adrian Peterson. Yeah. This is his best shot at a ring, in all honesty. Yeah, uh, Because he stays on till Derrick Henry gets healthy. This is a good team. AFC has lost some games. If Derrick Henry has fresh legs in the playoffs, yeah. gets a comeback for the playoffs, which is what he's slated to come back as. And, and the- it, or, or if they finish with the number one seed, they get an extra week. And then he comes back, and the other teams have to battle out. That dude is going to be fresh. He's going to kill people. And I believe the Titans have a fairly easy schedule coming up. Yeah, that's because of their division. They've already played the Colts twice, got two wins. Now you got the Jags. Yeah, so they, they, have, they have Rams, Saints. Those are tough. Oof, oof. Those are back-to-back their next two games. Texans, that should be a, that should win. be a free win. Then you have the Patriots. Patriots have been looking w- much better. 
But, but yeah. we'll see. Then the Jaguars, the Steelers, win. the 49ers, the Dolphins, and then the Texans again. So I'm looking at yeah, at I least I'm like looking at seven wins. Well, I'm looking at at least three guaranteed wins, five total wins of like should be. So I mean, let's say what are the, what is their record now? Six and two. That that yeah. make them eleven and eleven and six at worst. Eleven and five. Eleven and five. Oh, eleven and six. Eleven yep. six. Yep. So Sorry, like, seventeen games. So I, I yeah, you're right. They've got a now as far as fantasy is concerned. Who would you rather have? Would you rather have Jeremy McNichols or would you rather have Adrian Peterson? PPR, Jeremy McNichols, standard. Adrian Peterson. Um, Adrian Peterson. Half point, I would actually air to Adrian Peterson because I think his offense is still going to be prolific and he'll be the goal line back. Yeah. But McNichols is going to catch the ball. They're going to use him to run between the tackles, Peterson, and that's it. I, I'm very excited for Adrian Peterson. I've actually gone and tried to pick him up in a lot of leagues. Um. James Robinson, he left the game with a foot injury. That turns out he's just day-to-day. Uh, it turned out not to be nearly as serious as uh, they thought, which is great. Monitor that. Yeah. Carlos Hyde. We've had some weird injuries turn much longer, and this is one of the worst coaching staffs <laughs> in the league ever. Um, Sam Darnold, concussion. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise. I don't know. He might uh, – I mean, they managed to win against the Falcons, who were coming in hot. But I think sure, but they, I think they were really suffering without Calvin Ridley. I think it was a tough blow for them I think so to too. get that to come out just before the game, and basically him saying, "I'm done for a while." And I think he told the the team that before the right. game that he couldn't go, and that's a tough pill to swallow. And somebody that you love can't go out on the field with you. Uh, you jumped over, Jameis Winston. Oh yes, I did. I'm sorry. His knee did things that human knees are not meant to that do. That's correct. Uh, that was that was unfortunate, um, and it really sucks for him. Um, could be good for another team, Trevor uh, Simeon, other than the Saints. It'll be Taysom. Yeah, Hill. I was gonna say Trevor Simeon came in and played that game, but Taysom Hill is supposed to be clearing concussion protocol this week. Yeah. I fully expect Taysom Hill to be the starter. Uh, by the way, every week that he started as a starter, Taysom Hill, he's a very valuable fantasy asset. I, he doesn't have Michael Thomas, but, I mean, he still has Alvin Kamara. He still has his tight end. I mean, I – They have that defense, and what all they're going to do is ground and pound, and th- they've shown that it works right. well, and hit a, an occasional pass. And now here's the other thing. They'll use Taysom in the run game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, um so yeah, so that that's the deal with Jameis, but he's most likely out for the season with an ACL tear. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, uh, the thing with Sam Darnold, I, I want to. Uh, yeah, he's got the concussion. I don't know if he'll clear protocol in time, but I want to say that if they get Chris McCaffrey back, Darnold becomes a solid start again because it, it does make passing the ball easier. It does. It just Chris McCaffrey is a cheat code to any team in the league, but I'm not starting Sam Darnold anymore until until Chris McCaffrey is back. Yeah, I just offloaded him in a The turnovers, man, they're just killer. I offloaded him because uh, the owner had somebody else, one of the other quarterbacks, got hurt. And it was Jameis. They had Russell Wilson sitting on their bench, so I traded and got oh, yeah. Wilson. Uh, Dak Prescott missed the game, game-time decision. He was warming up even, but he has a strained cap from yep. two weeks ago even. This is – 
excellent coaching. Yeah. Excellent decision making by a Super Bowl contending team. Uh, yeah. I, your star quarterback who really makes that much of a difference. You could see it on the field. You saw it last year. You they even ma- saw it in this game. They 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 still came out and got a win because they understood where they were going and that they were a championship team. It's just just excellent that Dak is going to be 100% winning next Sabbath if I call him that field. Uh, and then Robert Tanyan tore his ACL. That sucked. I, when I was watching that play, when I saw him like do that, I was like, uh, I just watched him plant super hard on that and then fall directly on it. There's Well, and it wasn't even the planting. It's when he came back up. It got caught yeah, on, the, on the turf, right? Uh, uh, no, on the player. Oh, did it? I and then I like you just saw his knee turf. just do jelly, and it was like, oh, sorry, dude. Yep. That's rough. And he, so he's, he's out. I mean, and that was – I mean, I, that whole thing, I cannot believe the Packers won that game. I good on them in the sense that they didn't have their receivers. They, I, I understand that. Maybe don't throw on the cornerback that was on your practice squad two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, that could also be. But AJ Green's Ooh, just got to turn around. I mean, I know that was a clear miscommunication, right? Like just because if he turns around, AJ Green's gonna body that dude. He's gonna. He's going to make that catch. No, to, Douglas knew what play it was, and A.J. Green faked inside leverage and didn't realize, didn't think Razul would stay in outside leverage. He bodied him up, and A.J. Green never turned around because of it. He just thought Kyler would go someplace else. Man. Because Douglas literally knew what play was coming. I, I All I got to say is, I mean, that game shouldn't have been – it shouldn't have come down to that either. I mean, the Packers – allowed two awesome throws from Kyler to get down the field there on the last drive anyway. Uh, that should never have been the case. But uh, And so, so that's what we got for injuries. You want to go over the top top scorers here from week eight? Yeah, so we'll go quarterbacks. So it goes top is Josh Allen. Two is Mike White. Three, Jimmy Garoppolo, yep. the Russian yeah, quarterback. Yeah, I was just going to say. Four, Tom Brady because he lives here at the age of 44. <laughs> And number five, Justin yes. Fields. And we should we should say yep. these are as of right now. We're in the middle of the Monday night game. If Daniel Jones or some of these guys, neither one of these guys are. No, they're probably right not. now on pace for it. Um, Josh Allen, uh, three quarters of that game was awful. Then figured it out and uh, got his rushing thing and beat what Cam Newton's record for most rushing touchdowns through fifty games. That's insane. I mean, like, it, it's insane because that was part of cam's game and the design for cam as a quarterback and that's not necessarily the plan for josh allen they have it in their system but i mean like they don't they don't come into a game going all right josh you're scoring most of our rushing touchdowns but uh, you know when cam started i think they still had like d'angelo williams and that name name a competent bills running back like moss and singletary aren't getting it done i mean do you think so he's been the guy to finish do you think the bills should trade for marlon mack no, they've already spent ca- capital on those two. They're fine as runners. It's just it's sure. not their identity. But they need those two need to figure out how to finish better. Uh, I think Singletary needs to spend the next offseason in the weight room, and I think Zach Moss needs to spend next offseason getting a little bit leaner. Do you think They're, that it would be more beneficial to them as a team to like maybe lean on one of them more, or do you think that it's fine doing the split? Uh no, I think I think it's fine for them to split. Um I don't think either one of them are, you know, bruisers. Right. So it it's a matter of fresh legs for a playoff team. Um 
balance, th- do the things that the guys do well. So you don't have to, sh- you know, force Singletary to be a ground and pound run up the middle. You can make Zach Moss do that, um, and then get Singletary out in the flat, get him outside. Those are the things that he can do really well with his shiftiness, get him in space. Um, so you just key in offensive plays. Now, you know, it kind of, I think the biggest thing is with the lack of, they're kind of one-dimensional as runners. Right. And when they're on the field, the defenses know what they're aiming It's either this type of run or a pass. Right. So I, I think that has led to some of their lack of success within the run game um, this year. Before before the the game started, I'm talking 11:52 this week on Sunday. I had a trade on the table to get Josh Allen. Um, I was offering up Lamar Jackson, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Kenny Galladay, um, and uh, and one other thing. What was it? I don't remember the other thing off the top of my head. But I was going to get. Uh, Josh Allen, James Robinson, and uh, something else. I, I again, something smaller. But I was because I, I had no one. I was starting Taylor Heineke at quarterback, and I I really wanted to win this week, and I just couldn't end up getting it to go through because they wanted something that I wasn't willing to give up. I just couldn't give up all that just for Josh Allen and a, a running back. But um. And that should have traded with me and not Alex. For what? For Dak Prescott, who wasn't playing? I couldn't do it. I needed a quarterback. But speaking of quarterbacks, Mike White, who doesn't belong on this list, but made his way here through pure, <laughs> pure, pure talent, right? Uh, 28.1 points. He threw the ball 45 times and completed 37 of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think there were a couple drops in there, and one of the interceptions wasn't his fault. So right. to him – I have a game. Yeah, have a game. Uh, now, don't go out and you know say Peyton Manning, I'm coming for your records like an <laughs> idiot. But uh, number three, Garoppolo wouldn't be on this list, but he rushed for two touchdowns. If you want to call it yeah. that, I mean, he rushed for and eight shouldn't yards. be on this list too because Debo took a screen, 83 yards. Yeah, exactly. Which should never have happened. And then additionally, he caught like a 50 yard hail mary. That was just. Right, a prayer. So you know, a lot of yards there. But going to somebody who actually <laughs> knows how to play the quarterback position, Tom Brady. He sucked in the last five minutes. He, of he did. Game. He did, and I, and that's not common for him. And Saints, uh, the Saints do this to him. The though. Saints defense the Saints is do dirty. Not like dirty as in like like uh, bad, but they're just two thousand eight. Not not that 30? dirty, but they're like yeah, they are. I'm sorry, Ryan. I know you're triggered right now. <laughs> they are rough. They are physical. They tackle well. They wrap up well. They will beat the hell out of you. And we they have a lot of talent. They do on that defense. And if they get a full offense, like it's it'll be interesting to see how they do with Taysom, Michael Thomas. He should back. be back I mean, in the next week or two. Yeah, we'll see if he wants to come back. And then <laughs> prodigal son, Justin Fields. Justin Fields, a hundred rushing yards and a rushing touchdown will do that. You know, I mean, only 175 passing yards. Yeah, but 100 rushing yards is uh, insane for any quarterback. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, it doesn't matter. So those are like Lamar. And that, oh, Lamar can't just go them. watch him on that fourth down run where he scores a touchdown. I it's just there's a freeze frame of and it just says 
this man scored on this play, and there's literally like seven 49ers <laughs> like within a yard of him, and he got away from all of them. Uh, oh. As far as wide receivers go, we had starting at one, A.J. Brown, Michael Pittman, Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett, oh, of course, and Amari Cooper. The Tyler Lockett one made a lot of people upset. I <laughs> – own four of these guys oh yeah the only one i don't own on a regular platform is chris godwin because i have mike evans and antonio brown a lot of shares of him i let me see do i i I, did not play either lockett or cooper i didn't play either one of them and i'm going four and oh this week i played cooper in a lot of leagues i did not play lockett in any i actually don't own a lot of lockett i don't like the volatility but also in dfs i was if uh, Josh Reynolds had caught the touchdown instead of Jeff Swain for the Titans. <laughs> Swain. I would have won uh, my DFS pool. Oh, really? That was the difference. That sucks. It was. You hate to see it. It was the difference. I did. I did not have Derrick Henry in my lineup. I had AJ Brown as my captain. Tannehill, Wentz, Dude, Pittman. DFS is so crazy. I mean, because like you can pick the best players, but also like if everyone picks those same players, it, you know, it, it, the the pot gets split. You have to pick the one random right, guy who has the shot, and then get you know you you can get four of the six right. Then you have to get the but if you don't get all five of them right, oh, it's, it's really tough. But it is it's fun. fun. It's super it's fun. fun. Um, yeah, I've just been playing one dollar league. Just yeah, to get to know just it. to get the hang of it. And we'll, well, that's a bit of a teaser. We'll hop. We had a. We'll go over our weekly DFS thing here later on. But oh, I don't even know how I. Did. I, I I tallied you up. Okay. So AJ Brown was the wide receiver one, of course. I'll, and is the wide receiver one going forward uh, <laughs> for that team? Especially, he is, but, he is that offense. I mean, he's been healthy for two weeks, and he's been at the top of this list for two weeks. Uh. Pitt, so. Pittman is turning himself into a top wide receiver. He's got the physical traits. Oh. He, he's never really had a an amazing quarterback. Carson Wentz is playing much better. Like, granted, he threw that interception, that pick six. He did it. Kelsey fumbled. No, he did not. He already had some points, though. So, I mean, like, it shouldn't be. That's really bad for me. I don't like that. Oh, he sure did. He's one for four. The Chiefs are going to lose this game, aren't they? <laughs> oh, he gets the yards from the play. So even though he has negative points, I'm still winning. Oh, my gosh. Dude, Travis Kelsey, I can't believe that whole Chiefs offense. They need their bye week, man. They need it so bad. Like They need to have like some oh, meetings. Man. And That's so terrifying. Uh, number three, Chris Godwin. I mean, every every week you're going to have one of these guys in the top five. It, it's just probably. Yeah, and this one was actually pretty easy to predict. No Antonio Brown. Right. And Marshawn Latimer has a history of following Mike Evans and causing him problems. Mike Evans, if he doesn't have that 40-yard touchdown, he has a really, really bad day. Yeah. And normally he doesn't get that on Marshawn Lattimore. And, so this is you knew Godwin was going to eat. And poor Gronk. I mean, like, finally he's back from the rib injury. He gets one play, back spasms, he's out. Like, one target, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Lockett doing Tyler Lockett things, 13 targets, 12 13 percent. targets, okay. 12 receptions. Like, that's that's the – where has his game plan been the last couple of weeks? I realize it was the Jacksonville Jaguars, but you have the ability to put this excellent receiver who you're paying tens of millions right. of dollars. And – 
you figured it out. And it's like have him win in the middle of the field and then just chuck it at DK Metcalf in the at the goal line. But win. but here's the thing. Here's they don't like to do that because if you ever ask Pete Carroll how you play football, he says you establish the run. That is what he says over and over and over. They fired an offensive coordinator over it. Like they got a new one yeah. this year because they didn't want to throw it nearly as much. And I, whatever. I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, and then Amari Cooper, 13 targets, eight receptions, 122 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, Cowboys having walk-off winning touchdowns well, receivers. The, this was Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and uh, and Cedric Wilson. They all had pretty good games. Imagine if Dak was out there actually commanding that offense. Like It could have been a slaughter. Yeah. Uh, running backs. You want to cover the running backs for us? Yeah. So at one, as we all predicted <laughs> – it's funny. I actually did have – I'm going to gloat after this, but go for it. Did you have him in DFS? I took Michael Carter and played him in Superflex over a quarterback. Oh, wow. I played him o- That's ball. I played him over Justin no, Fields. He had the nine targets last week when White came in, so I actually had him as my captain on DFS. Sure. And it worked out very well, and I also had Joe Mixon on that team, oh, so those are one go. and two. But Carter – 14 targets. I don't know if that's back. sustainable. I, I mean, but he had nine the week before. I, I think I think you could be seeing this guy have eight targets a week. Now, and that could be great. Do you, do you think that and it, that's something? Now, if you're a dynasty owner, with his skill set, with the way that their head coach like saw things work at the 49ers before, how do you sell the bejesus out of this? <laughs> you really think so? You're, you're not in for it on oh, the long yeah. term. No, I, I can't be in on the Jets in the long term. And <laughs> here's why. They're going to go back to Zach Wilson. Right. You can't tell me that an offensive coordinator going up into the booth is the biggest difference in that game. Sure. It's Zach Wilson's going to take some time. That offensive line is not up to where it needs to be yet, even with some high picks on there. They're just not a good enough team I, yet. And I do they have came a out question. And caught the Bengals. Bengals thought they had, after winning a very emotional week, they thought they had an easy they win, did. and the, the defense thought they were going to pick the ball off and have a whole bunch of turnovers, and they did, and they still lost. So, do you do you think like I mean, and this is I mean probably not going to happen, but let's say that Mike White has three more weeks of games exactly like this. I mean, four hundred yards, they win games like it is night and day difference do you think that there is a chance that there is a qb controversy for these for this team no chance just because of the no just chance. because of the payday and the capital you can't the with the draft you can't with the draft capital and the the thing is i don't know what his contract status is like he is a free agent next mike year. white's he's a free agent okay yeah so i honestly if i am if i'm the jets you know they said oh he's starting next week do you trade him for I the deadline? If, I, I would have seen if somebody would have taken him. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's, You're, that's A lost season, the best thing for your team is to lose and get a higher You're not a playoff team. Yeah, you're no, you, you're definitely not. I mean, th- if this was happening to me in Madden and, like, my star quarterback got hurt and I wasn't capable of winning games, uh, which is true for me in Madden. I don't know how to run the ball. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would sell – a quarterback who put up that somebody you know sure. people need quarterbacks so um going keep going down the yeah, list yeah. joe mixon 
Um, a lot of this actually came on the fact that he caught, uh, had two touchdowns and caught four balls for 60 yards. Aside from that, he averaged 2.3 yards yeah, per carry. That Jets, didn't look very that good. Jets defensive line was living in that backfield. That's the first time that offensive line has truly looked like a liability. Mm-hmm. Um, but Keenan Williams will do that. Um, Austin Eckler managed to get a score, popped off a big run, and you know, you know the thing you love to see and the th- theme that you see among most of these guys is, you know, here's ten targets, yeah, six absolutely. catches, uh, and that hugest difference makers. Aaron Jones again, no Devonte Adams, hugely involved in the pass game, seven c- catches. Um, Does it? He is like the running back five on the year, isn't he? Aaron Jones. Yeah. Yeah, and it feels gross. It does feel gross, and I wanted to know why that was. Because <laughs> because he has had spike games, and he has had well, he's had a forty point he's games. had a forty point game this year. Yeah, I think he's if, had spikes and yikes. If you take the forty point game and average it to just say twenty, I, he's probably probably near running back nine ten, which is still yeah good. But I mean, it's not top five. I, I don't know. I I actually had Jones placing at that running back. 9, 10, 11 this year like coming into the and season. He becomes really valuable because I think that they are going to lean more on Dylan as a pure runner. Right. And with Dylan no other is... receiving options, especially with Tunyon going down, I think that he becomes the number two option in the passing game. I think he already is, and that's where you're seeing a lot of that value come out, and I think they're going to figure out ways to integrate him more into the passing game. When I love, like, I don't, I'm not a huge Packers fan. Like, I, I can appreciate Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, like, the connection. Like, they're really, really good at football, I, and I, I'm a lover of football. But one thing I do love, when I watch them hand the ball to Dylan and he makes first contact, that man is insane, right? Like he no. falls forward all the time. He always takes somebody with him, and it's just really impressive. Uh, and then Henderson, number five, uh, he was on the field sixty-one percent of the time, fourteen attempts. He rushed for near hundred yards, ninety yards, and he averaged six point four three yards a carry with a touchdown. He only had two targets. Obviously, you're but- gonna want to see that. One was a receiving touchdown. And also, they didn't need him no, to do no, anything they in the passing game. It was the Texans. It was easy. He has surprisingly turned in one of the top um, running back uh, uh, performances this season. I mean, he is he is one of the best, if not the best value from the draft right now. Yeah. I would say it's just it's crazy because uh, anyone you put with that – with the Sean McVay offense, like those running backs. And he just, if they're talented, he knows how to use them. Yeah. Tight ends. So number one, Hawkinson two, Dan Arnold, three, Fryermuth, uh, four, Goddard, five, Jordan. <laughs> that one's stupid. I mean, tight ends had a bad week this week. Titan tight ends will do it. I mean, you, you know, if you had to stream this week, it probably turned out okay from you. Or hitting sure. guys like Dan Arnold. If you didn't Moon, have Hawkinson, probably not Brevin Jordan. Yeah, uh, um, and Hawkinson, you know. he, I, I gotta, I gotta be real here. Yeah, he got eleven targets, ten receptions, eighty nine. I mean, he had a good tight end week. He should be seeing this almost every week, and the fact that he's not really, I don't understand. Because they don't have Jared enough. Goff is not a good quarterback. No, he's not. He's not. He threw it away and, on fourth and, and eleven. And here's what's going to happen: is they are going to they are buying into that Dan Campbell culture. They're going to get Kavion Thibodeau yeah. with the first overall pick. You think so? I I don't. Yeah, 
They, I do, um, I do believe they're going to get the first pick. I think they add somebody in free agency to compete with Goff, um, and take a shot at somebody later in the draft. And if they do need it, then they go get him the quarterback the next year because this is not the class for the quarterback. It's not. And you know what? Here's people and your Panthers passed on them. Uh, yes, passed on Justin. Yes, Hill. he did. Now, so thank you. but speaking of the Panthers, I did want to bring this up. The the Lions. They don't have any receivers anyway. If you aren't a major passing team and you want to just be a ground pound team, Cam Newton's out there. If you don't, I mean, like, I think that's a very interesting idea in the sense that you could run Cam Swift Mm. and Williams. Yeah. They're not going Georgia tech. You'd have to change your offense hundred percent, but I'm just, yeah. it's just, you already are missing wide receivers and cam can make throws. I mean, you just, you can't put the game on his shoulders to, to, you know what I mean? Like, but you can't do that with golf yeah. either. So just, if, it just is an idea. That's yeah. interesting. Um, but most of these guys are streamer. Dan Arnold, Dan Arnold's an interesting one. He keeps getting more and more targets. They the wanted Jags him. wanted him in free. They wanted him in free agency. He was like, I don't want to be on this crappy of a team. <laughs> And goes and signs with the Panthers. Little did he know. Like, hey, we dra- we drafted Tommy Tremble. Who's this looking kid looks good? Like what what we want him to be. Um, you know, since they traded Dan Arnold, they've lost a whole bunch of games. It's finally. true. You know, it is. Um, maybe he was doing a little bit more in their blocking game that they realized. Yeah. Um, but he's an interesting one to watch and add. If you need a tight end, Jags are always going to be behind, and he's getting a lot of looks, and uh, they like him. So, um, the other one, Pat Fryermuth. Holy cow, was that a catch? Yeah, and he. That's how you want to do it. And he's a rookie. Um, Big Ben looks like he likes him. I mean, he gets targets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Goddard. Goddard looked good. This is this is what you hope for. Now you know he got this, even though they spanked the crap out of the Lions and ran the ball forty six times. Which is insane. He is the number one target on this offense. With Ertz leaving is the is going to catapult Goddard into that tight end top tier, yeah, back at like that six seven tight end spot, and he's just gonna live there. And if he gets a touchdown, he's gonna right. Hater. Brevin Jordan, don't chase it. No, I don't think just anyone good is, for him. No one is playing he, him. You know, he's interesting to think about in dynasty. He's a rookie out of Miami, playing for the Houston Texans. Um, so we'll see. Oh, please be holding. Please be holding. <laughs> All right. Move it back. Move it back. Now, while uh, before we hop into Game Chasers, I just want everyone to know that this podcast is brought to you by Dynasty Pros. Go check out DynastyProsFootball.com. They are really great with waiver wire pickups and IDP and Devi research to help you win your leagues. Go build your dynasty, DynastyProsFootball.com. Uh, we're going to move into Game Chasers now. What? Right, I'm going to beat you to the punch because we don't have them written No, down. we don't. So I, I didn't mine. notice that. So. I'm not letting you take mine. All right, you can go All first. Right, you the go two first. I'm going with, Buffalo Bills versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh, that's, Bills that's are going one. to kick the crap out of them. But the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to get a lot of garbage time points. A lot of garbage time points. One that if you are wide receiver needy, think about Jamal Agnew. Yes. He has quietly been figuring out how to play the wide receiver position. And they like him. They like him and Josh Allen. That they should eat all day. That whole team. It should be scary. And the other one, yes, Derrick Henry is out, but I want the Rams, Tennessee, because this 
screams pass all day, every day. The only thing that frightens me is if the Rams are smart, they've been using Ramsey at a whole bunch of different things, and it's made their defense better. I think they take Ramsey, and I think they go put him on A.J. Brown and say win. Yeah, and and honestly, there are only – maybe two corners in the league who I think you could, you could do that with, uh, with AJ Brown yeah. and Ramsey's one of them. So, I mean, I don't know if he will win, but uh, he could, and that might be their best, their best shot at it. My, my games for chasing are it's green Bay and, uh, and the chiefs because green Bay are they're, they're still missing. They're two. They're like number one and number two corner. I think that if, Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to be able to put offensive points up on the board. It's going to be on a shootout like that. I am not ready to give up on the Chiefs. If they can't put up points against that after not being able to put up points against the New York Giants, we're going to have to have a serious conversation because that that that's a disaster. And then my next one is uh, Eagles and Chargers. The Eagles run the football like with their quarterback, with their running backs, and the Chargers are horrible against the run. And the Chargers have a shot at being behind because they haven't really looked like I thought they were going to look. And they're going to have to pass the ball a bunch. So, I think Kadarius Tony broke his arm or hand. Of course he did. Dang it. <laughs> I'm not laughing at Kadarius Tony. I obviously, I obviously yeah. hope he's okay. But just what a trend for that guy, right? I I don't think you can put that on him. Just watching the play, he literally well, no, got no, his no. It's, helmet tackled into his. I don't want to say that arm. the injury was his fault, but I do just want. I mean, yeah. like he just he keeps getting injured. All right, you want to go into injuries the, are not a trend. It's not a relevant statistic. Uh, I think some injuries are. I uh, that's actually I have higher we, chance of recurrence. Yeah, I would say we sh- that would be a great segment. You know, let's let's put a, let's put that in our cap. We'll have a segment on that maybe next week. Well, we should talk about it in the off season. Is when we should well, really talk about listen, it. Listen, we can talk about whenever it's our show. We can talk about whatever we want, whenever we want. Okay, well, it's our show, so you should be willing to listen to my ideas as well, Andy. <laughs> it's not all about you. <laughs> We're gonna talk about QVs now. Week nine waiver wire targets. What you can't put Mike White on here. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. No, come on. This we do this every week. These are not always guys that we're telling you to chase. These are just we want to talk about the guys who are trending in your leagues because it's important. Because Mike White's gonna be trending in everyone's league. He is, right? Yeah. So like, are you? If you need a desperate stream, do you think that that's something that is viable? No to Mike White. Go get Taysom Hill or Daniel Jones. I I would very much agree. Taysom Hill is for sure a, a solid snag. Yeah. Wide receivers. You already talked about him. I would love to bring it. Jamal Agnew. I think is a great pickup. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Um. And he's not even the best pickup. I hope people were ahead of this one. I was. I got Devonte Parker ahead of time. Mm-hmm. One week because before. he was targeted. You know. I stash him on a lot of teams and PPR teams. He's not going to be a touchdown scorer, but they're going to have to throw the ball a lot. They're not mm-hmm. playing well. They don't have a good run game. He's going to get 10 targets a game, and that's somebody that you can th- put into your lineup any given week. When is Wolf Fuller expected to come back uh, shortly off of IR? Yeah, with a finger, uh-huh. and I think that should only help the I offense. Agree. It'll I, be I agree. It'll be interesting to see. I think Mike Isicki takes the most hit 
when yeah when that happens uh russell i think it becomes more equalized between Jalen waddle will fuller right. and Devontae parker They'll actually have like a, a core of wide receivers yeah uh russell gage i think he put up a goose egg this week which yeah and you also have Taze Sharp, who's playing for the Falcons. Ah, uh, don't don't give me either one of them right now. Until they figure that out. I mean, it, it's weird because without Calvin Ridley, they've only got Kyle Pitts, and we saw yeah we saw that he he was getting triple teamed, sometimes even quadruple teamed on two plays specifically just quadruple teamed. And yeah, and when you can put Stephon Gilmore on top of it, I mean, they, right. they need to go put their best cover guy on Kyle Pitts because it's clearly flustering him. I would not be shocked if the um, Falcons make a move for a wide receiver here at the deadline. That's so tough if you're the Falcons, though, right? Because you were already on the fence of like you you were not rebuilding because you didn't get a QB. You're like, I'm gonna stick with Matt Ryan. You were like, well, and Matt Ryan's contract didn't make allow for that. No, I'm just, I'm just saying that, like, you, you knew. No, I totally get where you're going. Right, like, you, you just, you knew that they were gonna, like, we're trying to make another run with, so we've got the weapons, and now you don't have Calvin Ridley, and are you gonna go out and spend a bunch of capital to get a wide receiver when maybe Calvin Ridley's back the next year? Yeah, I guess that'd be cool to have the those two wide receivers with Kyle Pitts, but are you shooting yourself in the foot for the future? Like, you know. Because you're not going to have Matt Ryan forever. Um, running backs. We already talked. Jeremy McNichols, Adrian Peterson at the top of the show. Who would you rather have? Full PPR, yeah. McNichols, half and standard, Adrian Peterson. Yeah. This one I did not see coming. Boston Scott was definitely the lead back for the Eagles. Now, granted, he only ran the ball 12 times. but Yeah, so did Jordan Howard. Yeah. So who would you rather um, have between those two? interesting here's the thing jordan howard is an excellent nfl running back the fact that he keeps booting around and not getting reps on teams is insane to me he's still he just turned 27 um which is (laughs) he's not that old and really over the past few years he hasn't accumulated that much mileage so i'd be okay starting him based off of who got the reps first though it's going to have to be Boston Scott. Right. Jordan Howard is a desperation stash. Um, they don't play the Lions every week. They play the Chargers next week who are very susceptible on the ground. Jordan Howard, if you are desperate, desperate, now, hear me again, desperate, <laughs> you can plug him in because sure. he's probably going to get a touchdown. Carlos Hyde, I, again. No. Well, here's, here's the thing, though. If James Robinson is out, are you looking to start Carlos Hyde? I mean, he would be the running back there, would he not? Oh, he would be like, and it's just, and it's disgusting. Don't get me. It's, it's gross. <laughs> like we both, but if, if James Robinson is LaVisca out as, as running back, if that happens, you really think so? I mean, it's urban Meyer. So many things could happen, but I, I just want people to be aware. If I, I'm not going to chase Carlos side, even if I like, yeah. am, like, if I am the James Robinson owner, then I might go and pick him up. I'm not spending a ton of fab unless I don't have another po- like starting running back. But I think you have to be aware of your situation, right? Yeah. Uh, and then he's probably owned, but I just want to bring up Michael Carter as long as White. If he's out there, throw everything you got at him. Yeah. It, Empty out the fab. If White is the quarterback, he's going to check it down. I, I, even if White doesn't have the game that he did before, I still believe he's going to target Michael Carter six to ten Yeah, he times. becomes a flex option. 
going forward. Tight ends. We already mm-hmm. talked. Dan Arnold, for sure. Pat Fryermuth. I mean, like, he's kind of a touchdown player, but Ben, we talked, likes him. I also want to bring up Tyler. Yeah, and with Juju out. Right. And with Juju out, you know, he has been, uh, you know, Brett Coleman uh, said he's going to be – he predicted he's going to be the next Travis Kelsey here in a couple years. Oh, wow. High and, praise? Yeah. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, and Conklin made a couple great plays. Just that offense, I'm not throwing darts at who the three is. See, you know what I'm saying? The only thing that I like to mention with Conklin is if you look at his stats prior, he does get decent tight end volume. He does get targets. So, I mean, as far as dart throws go, I mean, I feel like his floor is fairly safe in the realm of tight ends. And that's kind of nice because, yeah, if you don't have a Kittle, a, a Kelsey, a Waller, a, you know, or a, a Hawkinson, you're kind of just hoping that your tight end doesn't lay an egg. And I feel like Conklin typically is going to get you something. Uh, and then DST is my favorite DST this week. Shocker, Miami Dolphins. They play Houston. <laughs> Anyone who plays Houston, I'm, they're my number one. Yeah, they're they are up there. Um, who do the Colts play? Uh, Jets. Yeah, I would rather play the the Jets. They're they stop the run so well. It would be very interesting to see. Um, Darius Leonard isn't letting a uh, Michael Michael Carter go off like that. Yeah, hopefully not. Um, I also like Pittsburgh against Chicago. Now, this could be different if Nagy is there I de- I love them against Chicago. If Nagy is still out, yeah. then eh, maybe it's not as great, but and then I also like Dallas versus Denver. Um Denver's bad. They tried really hard to lose against the Washington football team, but they couldn't quite do that. Oh man. Nope, that's not a catch. It's <laughs> not a catch me, Cole. The first the first look looked good. Second look doesn't look good. Yeah, it's off the ground. Um Dallas Cowboys, I think, would be somebody to start against Denver. They just lost their face of the franchise. Yeah. They're not going to be the same team. No, they're not. I can't believe that they traded. But, I mean, I guess that's probably what he wanted. But Well, you know, and it's a great move on their part because they are maybe a playoff team. Maybe. In the best case scenario, but they're not making a run with that team. Right. No offense. No, no, I mean, they're, they're not. So, you clearly need a quarterback for the future. Teddy's not it. You just got a second and third round pick. Now they're going to be probably 32 in their respective rounds. But you got a second and third round pick for a guy that if you had let go, you would have gotten a fifth round pick for a year later. Um, so, uh, uh, for them absolutely brilliant if they had gotten a third for Vaughn Miller with his money now the big thing was I think they ate a lot of Vaughn Miller's money yeah I mean I'm sure and that happens so a, that happens count. a lot when you like trade these big contracts it's kind of the only way that you can get yeah. some of these teams and to he's on the last year of his deal needs a new deal I would rather go play alongside of Aaron Donald because that that translates pretty well to oh, last paycheck all right, so that's uh, those are our kind of waiver wire. That's a waiver wire talk for week nine. Uh, we're gonna wrap with the B three T sports sponsored segment, the DFS showdown. 
last week, week eight, the preview, um, we did the Thursday night game, the Packers and the Cardinals. I took James Conner as my captain, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Aaron Jones, Randall Cobb, and then I took the, D- the Cardinals DST. You had Edmonds as your captain, Kyler, Rogers, Alan Lazard, which that was really the, the reason. You ended up losing this week. Alan Lazard. So, was- actually – I do have to go, let me pull it up. I did pivot. Oh sure, I, I was Lazard curious if you thing. did. We hadn't talked quite yet about. Um, yeah. Because like I, I was also looking when Alan Lazard like was ruled out to see like do I want to change anything and I kind of liked it. I like I almost changed Aaron Jones to my captain, which I think so would have been great. It, well, it would have been great, but I then I wouldn't have been able to keep James Conner. James Conner scored two touchdowns for me, which was really nice. But let me see if I can find. And while he looks that up, I'm gonna let you guys know ahead of time. DraftKings currently does not have the Thursday night Jets Colts game up on DFS for whatever reason. Maybe they're having trouble scoring it or something like that. I I'm not certain, but we're not gonna be able to do it this week. But we'll go over week nine. And, or week eight, and we'll uh, we'll kind of we'll we'll do another segment here for you. Oh, it doesn't get better. Oh, who'd you start instead? Oh, well, I put Kyler Murray as captain. Oh, okay. Which Aaron I mean, Rodgers? Yep. Um, DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. Tunyon. Okay. Crosby and Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. I mean, what was your final t- uh, point total? Sixty-two. Sixty-two. Yeah. All right. So you came out at sixty-two. Didn't. I finished with eighty-two forty-six. I I still I, I played a two hundred person one. Uh, I finished seventy-second. I didn't even finish in the money. Um, the, these ones are really hard. It's way easier, I think, to have a really good lineup during the main slates during the 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 Sunday noon to noon to night game slate. See, and I I don't like those as much. Really? I don't like the variability. I would rather because I feel like you know you can hit if you hit four of the five right then it's uh it's pretty it's pretty good um and then yeah again you get the one random touchdown score because that happens every single game uh-huh. I, I um so i just started putting one random player into my lineup. Right. the, the, the <laughs> reason i i don't like i i like uh those other ones better is is because there is some variance and i feel like me, you and i are are good at fantasy football right like we're really good at evaluating players and matchups and i feel like i do good enough that when i get into the money for that it's usually positive roi when i i feel like if i if i'm only okay at the smaller sets here um i end up maybe doubling i could go from five to ten dollars which the roi isn't nearly as high as as it is for the other ones and with these there's less variation to make which means i end up tying a lot with people so you end up splitting pots more often and all that sort of stuff however i i guess i i do dfs i've done dfs like longer just because i i am a degenerate sports gambler so in the sense of like you you've also mentioned at the beginning of the show you're like learning how to like what you like best um, oh, absolutely. You know, so like, and I, it may be, I. There may be a potential soon of me being uh, full time legal degenerate <laughs> instead yes. of me betting when I visit Iowa. So exactly. So I'm very, I'm very excited to get that going. Uh, I, I think that's our show. Is there anything else that you want to talk about before? Um. 
my feelings. Uh, is that yeah? <laughs> is that allowed? No, actually, um, on the Kurt Crew Fantasy Football Podcast, we're actually recording it tomorrow night. Oh, okay. Because we have a very special guest on. His name is Brett Coleman. No way! You got Brett Coleman again. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You so, guys should go listen to that. The Kurt Crew Fantasy Podcast. He is. Uh, He's one of the premier YouTubers and podcasters, I think, on NFL content. Um, his breakdowns, his film room breakdowns, are awesome. I really watch helping them me all understand. The time. Yeah, helping me understand football. But and the biggest thing that I'm needing to learn to understand better is uh, defenses. Oh yeah, it's um, it's learning tough. learning that. I'm trying to learn the whole game of the NFL so that I can, uh, aside from special teams, because they don't matter. No, no, no it's um, funny you say that. They really they don't matter nearly as much as people think. They do matter. Well, okay, but okay, there's a study with over over 4,000 kick returns, right? Did you know that it, out of that sample size, where you bring the ball out and where you start your drive, it almost doesn't matter at all where you start compared to like how, what your points equal. Yeah, statistically it averages out oddly enough because of, you know, they dig determine that's where it comes from so then the teams that don't have a competent returner know better but teams you know bears i like jakeem grant taking it out of the end yeah. zone i uh, i think he's got some some juice now i desperately wish for devin hester's kid to become draft <laughs> eligible sure. um because that's all i want is more um more hester because the league hester. is better with a guy like that but He'll never be replicated. All right. I think that's going to do it. Like I said, I'm uh, I'm at Andy Heideman on Twitter. I just passed 800 Twitter followers, which isn't a crazy amount, but uh, we're growing. Uh, you can follow B3T Sports at B3T Sports. You can follow and at- you can follow me on Twitter, and I'll tweet maybe once a week. Yeah, but I, you, you're so active at watching, though. You, like, retweet stuff, don't you? No. I, oh. <laughs> I've become less – I've I tr- I've re- I really pushed it. You know, my brothers really wanted me to get into it, but right. you know, I've got a I've got a ten month old. Yeah, I'll no, get on get the you. I'll get on the show here and you know, um, steal everyone's hearts. <laughs> um, so, but uh, all right, I think we're out of here. Peace, peace.